Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast PMM Interviews. In this podcast, we explore tips for how to interview like a boss from product marketing candidates through the lens of experienced leaders who run product marketing at some of the fastest growing technology companies in the world. I'm Nupur, a product marketer at Twilio. I'm really passionate about instilling confidence in aspiring candidates who are either thinking about pursuing a career in product marketing or are simply looking for tangible frameworks and takeaways in their current role to get to that next step. So if you are here for the first time and wondering what to expect, this show will help you navigate your career, arm you with the confidence you need to unlock your full potential in interviews, which is a stressful high-stakes situation to begin with. This show is produced by Sharebird, the peer mentoring platform for product marketers. It's the place to discover on-demand resources and learn from top product marketing leaders. Get more advice and insights at sharebird.com. Before we get started, Shout out to our sponsor, LaunchNotes. Trusted by hundreds of leading product marketing teams, LaunchNotes is the only dedicated platform for product change. Publish and send product updates, create and share product roadmaps, and collect and synthesize customer feedback, all in a way that's personalized, automated, and secure. With that, let me introduce you to our guest for today, Catherine, who is a Senior Director of Product Marketing at Adobe, which is one of the largest and most diversified software companies in the world, offering a line of products and services used by creative professionals, including photographers, video editors, designers, and developers, communicators, including content creators, students, marketers, and knowledge workers, and businesses of really all sizes, and consumers for creating, managing, delivering, measuring, optimizing, engaging, and transacting with compelling content and experiences across personal computers, devices, and media. That's a lot. Adobe is used by everyone. Catherine, can you describe your role at Adobe for us? It certainly does feel like Adobe is used by everyone. Adobe at the highest level is organized across three clouds, the doc cloud business, the creative cloud business, and digital experience. I work in the creative cloud and my role there really looks holistically and horizontally across all of the creative cloud apps involving the video, imaging, and design categories, figuring out what our collective strategy is, what our narrative is, and how we build a business around our all-app offer for individuals. That sounds fabulous, Catherine. Another question I'd really like to ask to kick us off is, what is top of mind for you these days in your role? So November is fiscal year end for Adobe. It also usually marks the most recent weeks after our community event for Creative Cloud called Adobe Max. And so right now, just really focus on closing out the year strong, building momentum from all the great announcements we made at Max this year and gearing up for next year. That sounds fabulous. And congratulations on a successful Adobe Max event, by the way. I was following that on Twitter and it looked like it was a massive success. So great Thanks. job there. So Catherine, you're someone that has had such a long career in product marketing and you've probably interviewed a lot of candidates over the years. What are your most favorite interview questions to ask candidates applying for a product marketing position and how do you choose them? So my approach has definitely evolved over the years. I've learned a lot. I've gone through my own interview processes. And I read several years ago that the best question to ask in an interview to start it off is really to challenge the person to reflect on their most recent experience. And within that experience, what their most significant accomplishment has been. And this really sets the tone for the rest of the conversation I found. You would be surprised at how many people can't answer 
answer the question. Don't answer it directly or just respond by spewing off their entire resume. For those who answer it, it really offers an interesting journey that I can't really predict where it's going to go on uncovering and going really deep on that accomplishment and helping me really understand how they approach their work, how they think, how they work with others and what they're passionate about. Thank you, Catherine. Your most significant accomplishment is definitely one for the books. I agree. It's such a great gateway to understand how the candidate thinks, but it also sets the tone for the candidate to sort of have an amazing start to the interview, sort of like a confidence boost, just going right in, considering interviews are so stressful to be in in the first place. So I think that's a wonderful question to start with. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Follow up to that. What are some of the common mistakes you see candidates make in PMM interviews? Like if you had to sit someone down and say, hey, make sure you avoid these common things, what would those be? So I think there's three core mistakes that I see, and I often see them combined together. The first one, which is just really important, is not listening, then goes into not answering the question. And then the third and last mistake is just not being authentic, either fabricating the results or claiming more of a role that was played or something else. And oftentimes I think this might come from PMMs thinking that they need to give a specific answer to the interviewer instead of really responding with what happened. And I'll tell you from my perspective, it's really obvious when this happens. And so I just would really encourage the listeners to take the time and listen to the question, digest it to help them answer, and then to be honest and authentic with whatever that answer might be. I love that, especially the listening aspect. That's so true. Sometimes in your hurry to answer a question, you might even hear a completely different question, which is not what the interviewer is asking. And you end up answering something that's totally off track and that can be very embarrassing. So I love that. I think listening is so important. And the other thing that I feel that's important about listening, even if you listen and take a pause and answer, I think it just comes across as so much more thoughtful. So in any case, like it's important to pause and listen and create a thoughtful response instead of just hurrying and giving an answer. So I really like that. I think that's a wonderful tip. Catherine, you talked about some of the go-to-market questions you're asking, and you sort of already hinted at some of this, but what skills are you trying to suss out in PMM interviews? What are these atomic skills you're actually looking for? And how does that skill set change or not, depending on the seniority of the product marketer that you're interviewing? It's a great question. Fundamentally, there are just some core elements that no matter what the level of the position or the person's background are just so core to product marketing that I really pressure tests on them in the interview. First and foremost is curiosity. Is the person asking questions? Do they seem to want to know more? This is really important because the role is going to grow and that person's going to need to grow as the business grows. And it's just really important to always be learning and seeking to get more knowledge. Related to that is taking a customer first orientation and being empathetic. And this is just so critical to having a successful product marketing function. It just really all goes back to the customer. Related to that is just first principle thinking. We have to be so flexible. There's so much ambiguity with everything that we do. How do you distill it down to the core? How do you break problems down and solve them? Related to all of that too is 
product marketing doesn't operate in a vacuum. So interpersonal dynamics and understanding how that person has empathy working across all the different cross-functional partners that product marketing has to work with and influence without authority with is really important. And then fundamentally, product marketing can kind of be broken out into right brain, left brain. So how good is this person at communicating and storytelling? And then how good are they at analytics or showing that they are data-driven? And I think this collection together is really what almost defines the product marketing function. Not everybody's going to be perfect at all of them, but do they have the right mix and do they have the ability to expand and grow in those levels is something that I'm also thinking of as I ask my interview questions. This is such an awesome list, Catherine, especially like the ambiguity part. That's one that resonates very well with me. In my experience, this is so important. I think PMMs, uh, like just us in our roles, they're just so different from one another, especially sometimes even within companies and sometimes at different moments in a year at the same company, if it's a really small company. So having that ability to deal with ambiguity and that flexibility and at the same time take charge is extremely important to navigate new unknowns in product marketing. So I really like that you call that out, but a great list overall. I think our listeners will be very happy to hear this and this will be super valuable to them. Well, my next question for you is, do you run interviews where you ask someone in a one-on-one setting and then there's a case or a homework assignment? So are there specific rounds you like to structure your interviews around? I think over the years, one thing that I have found to be very important as part of the process is not just having conversations, but having a project. And so I'll touch upon that in a second, but I typically do the first screen. We'll move some candidates then to the second round, which is when I bring the candidate in for cross-functional interviews. I invest quite a bit of time in making sure that my cross-functional partners know the specific skill sets that I'm looking for them to push on. And then we do a debrief and depending on what the results are from that, then we bring someone in for what I would call the homework assignment. And I give two assignments. One is written and one is verbal. And I view this as much for the candidate as it is for us. It allows them to be able to figure out if the work that we're giving them is something that they're interested in. And that definitely shows up in the presentation. And then it's a good way for us to just see action with words. So someone who goes through and interviews very well may not do well on the project. And it just gives a very, complete, well-rounded picture of the candidate. I love that. I'd love to hear a little bit more about the written and verbal communication project. So what does that look like at Adobe and why do you do both? Also, who are the reviewers of the project? Is there some sort of rubric that's shared prior? What are the things that you're looking for? So we don't have a rubric per se, it's just part of the process. And each project, quite frankly, changes because I try to make it as real world as possible. But to me, the reason why I ask both for the verbal and written communication inputs is because we want to make sure that someone is writing in a very human tone, as well as has the ability to deliver a presentation. And so as part of the assignment, usually it involves a launch moment or some other sort of time business challenge that we're looking to overcome. And so the written piece is, can you write the blog post for this announcement? And then the presentation is walk me through what your launch plan is for this announcement. So very standard product marketing daily activities, but it really allows us to get a sense of what it would be like to work with that person, how much they're interested in the role, because you can see the different levels of investment that has been made and to get a sense of where strengths and or opportunity areas might be within the communication skill set. 
that makes a lot of sense. I think writing skills and then presentation skills are very important. And of course, product launches are core to PMM. So I like that as well. I've personally encountered the product launch case or like homework assignment for presentation multiple times. So I know that this is something that every PMM that's interviewing should definitely be prepared to answer in one format or the other. I'm more curious also about the business challenge. Would that be like managing an acquisition or the end of life of a product? It's something that's timely and different. So I think our listeners would love to understand what that might look like. Yeah, I think it could be either of those examples, not at Adobe, but when I was at startups and was in the process of pivoting the company or adding a new product, those were other examples of business transformation projects that I gave. That's awesome. Yeah, I think actually there is a PM interview book. So I think one thing that I would also recommend our listeners is that check out some of these PM interview books, because I think there are not too many PMM interviews book, which is why we're doing this. But they have some interesting case studies for those business challenges as well. And I think they have really helped me a lot in my interview prep. So do check them out. So next follow up question for you, Catherine, is if you are an aspiring product marketer, you've never been in the role before, are there any tips you have for such PMMs that are approaching interview prep? I think there's two key things that just pop out to me for any role, but in particular for product marketing is get out there and talk to PMMs, do informational interviews. The role of the PMM really differs across the size of the company, the stage of the company, the motion of the company, and even the industry. And so really understanding all the different roles is super important. And then as you're honing in on where you think you might want to target and focus, know your resume. And even if you don't have product marketing in your background, know how you can help your interviewer see that you have those core skill sets that could be translated and transferable to a product marketing function. That's awesome advice. I wholeheartedly agree with you. I've seen PMMs come from all sorts of backgrounds. Some have transferred over from sales. Some have transferred over from product. I think the PMM skills are so broad, but if you were able to tailor your resume and your LinkedIn mail or any kind of networking that you're doing to one of these skill sets that PMMs are looking for, I think anyone can be a PMM. So that's really good. What are some good networking tips for our audience, given we're still very remote Do you have any tips for those cold emails? So I'm not sure I would suggest cold emailing. I mean, there's certainly an element of being persistent and just trying to talk to somebody through a cold email. I would try to see who in your network might know product marketers and really pursue through warmer introductions. And I would just say, be persistent. Don't be afraid of rejection. Not everyone will have the time, but most people you would be surprised are willing to give you 25 minutes. And then when you get those calls, take the time to do the homework on the person and capitalize on it. And it could even open up interview opportunities for you. You never know. That's awesome. Definitely. Persistence is key. All right. Since we're sort of nearing the end, I'm going to do a lightning round with you, Catherine, if you don't mind. Some easy questions, but super valuable ones for our listeners. So I'm just going to go ahead and shoot them at you. Are you ready? Let's do it. Amazing. All right. So we've talked a lot about interviews, but before the interview, what's in the resume that stands out and helps candidates get them to the interview in the first place? What are you looking for as a hiring manager? 
So I think this goes back to my comment about the warm intros. I always am willing to look at a resume that comes in through a referral. So I strongly encourage that. But for the ones that come in cold, I'm looking for the mix of right brain, left brain. Does the person show curiosity and the ability to deal with ambiguity? And then I wouldn't underestimate the role of a cover letter. They're not required by everybody, but it really does help you tell your own story and help you stand out. Love that. Great. Second question. So as you're developing your interview panel, who are the other interviewers that are participating in these interviews and what are they probing for? Are there specific things that each person is looking for? There are. So it's a cross-functional role. And so the interview panel is cross-functional. It involves usually somebody else from the product marketing team, as well as the product team, often somebody from the design team, and then our go-to-market partners, either in sales or through the channel. And each person is tasked at looking at specific pieces of the puzzle of product marketing. And then everybody also is looking for cultural questions. And so what we do is we come together as a group, and then we look at the feedback holistically and then decide as a panel if we're going to move to the next round. Love that. Amazing. All right. Last one. What are some of the interesting questions that you've been asked in interviews? So the most interesting question I've ever been asked was actually the first and only question I was asked that transitioned me into product marketing. And I think it actually goes back to a Peter Thiel question, but is what is one thing you believe that no one else believes? (laughs) Um, That is by far probably the most interesting question I've ever been asked. And it evolved into a very interesting conversation. That's so cool. I love that question. I think I'm going to ask that question the next time I interview someone. Love that. Okay. To close this out, any last tips as candidates interviewing? How can one set themselves apart in PMM interviews, especially when there are so many good candidates hungry for these awesome jobs? So I have literally never seen product marketing more in demand than it is now. It's amazing to see recognition of the value that we provide. And my advice is really simple. Just know yourself, put in the time to learn about the company and the motion that you're going after. And remember that interviewing is as much about you finding a fit with a company as the company finding fit with you. I think it's always important to remind ourselves that. And I would be remiss if I I didn't also suggest that you should always write a thank you note. Thanks, Catherine. You are absolutely right. Know yourself, the company, and the motion is very important. Be authentic, be curious, and show your passion for the industry and the job. And that passion will also come through when you write a thank you note. So thank you so much for joining us, Catherine. This was such a pleasure. I learned a lot and I'm sure our audience did as well. This has been amazing. And yeah, we'll see you next time at another PMM interview. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening and special thanks to our sponsor, Launch Notes. Whether you're looking to drive higher user engagement, build greater trust with your customers, or make a bigger splash on launch day, elevate your product marketing team with Launch Notes. See why industry leaders like Amplitude, Hopin, and Loom love Launch Notes and why you will too at launchnotes.com.